Welcome to Podcast Homilies for Morning Prayer. I'm Father Ron Shipley, founder and director of the Anglican Internet Church, Inc. This new series is part of the AIC's continuing celebration of its second decade on the web. These Podcast Homilies for Morning Prayer are based on the appointed psalm reading in Psalms and Lessons for the Christian Year on pages X to XLI in the Book of Common Prayer, using the first pairing, which always includes a gospel reading as the second lesson. The second or third pairings of psalms and lessons are used only where necessary to avoid repeat reading of the same psalm in the series. Other variations from these general guidelines are pointed out in individual podcasts. Each podcast homily in the series includes a reading of the full text of the appointed psalm or psalms, followed by commentary on key words, phrases, or concepts. Special attention is paid to examples of the study discipline of Christology, which looks for pre-incarnation appearances of or references to Christ in the Old Testament. Since Jesus Quoted so often from it in the Gospel accounts, the book of Psalms is also called Christ's Prayer Book. Each of these podcast homilies includes summary commentary on the first and second lessons appointed in the lectionary. Listeners to these podcast homilies are strongly encouraged to visit the Father Ron's blog page on our AIC website, which is accessible using the tabs at the top and the bottom of all pages on the site. For this podcast, I will post an illuminated page of Psalm 66 from the Bohun Psalter and ours. Details concerning the source are included in the blog posting. Two further points of technical interest before I proceed to the psalm text. First, since many of the images are derived from the Vulgate Bible, I take this opportunity to explain the difference in numbering between the Vulgate and the English system. In the Vulgate version, based on St. Jerome's 4th century translation, which became the official Bible of the Roman Catholic Church in the 16th century, Psalm 8 and Psalm 9 are a single psalm. The effect is that in the Vulgate numbering system, all the psalms from Psalm 10 to Psalm 150 are off by one number. For example, Psalm 66, today's reading, is Psalm 65. A second issue presented here for those listeners not familiar with Anglican worship is that the texts of the Psalter in the 1928 Book of Common Prayer are not the same as the Vulgate and also not the same as the Psalm text in the King James Version. The Book of Common Prayer translation used since the first English prayer book in 1549 is derived from Miles Coverdale's Great Bible of 1539, the first official Bible in English, which was commissioned by the Church of England. By the time the King James Version, commonly abbreviated KJV, was published in 1611, using a new translation based on the Hebrew Masoretic text, the Coverdale translation of 1539 was so well accepted and familiar to the English people who'd heard it read in services for over 70 years that the prayer book's editors retained the Coverdale text from 1539. All other scriptural text in the 1928 Book of Common Prayer uses the King James translation. 
Coverdale provided a helpful transition excuse, between the Old Vulgate and the prayer book version by including each psalm's opening words in Latin. These still appear in the 1928 Book of Common Prayer Psalter and are helpful in comparing the Vulgate and BCP texts. For more on the season of Epiphany, including its history and how it is celebrated in the Anglican worship tradition, I invite you to watch our seasonal video series, Epiphany, the Manifestation of Christ to the Gentiles, which is presented in three episodes. Podcast versions of the series are linked from the podcast archive page at www.anglicaninternetchurch.net. The psalm reading for Fourth Sunday after Epiphany is Psalm 66, which is an 18-verse psalm attributed to David. The psalm's opening words in Vulgate Latin are Jubilati Deo, one of two psalms with the same opening words. The other is Psalm 100, which is read on Epiphany Day. O be joyful in God, all ye lands. Sing praises unto the honor of his name. Make his praise to be glorious. Say unto God, O how wonderful art thou in thy works. Through the greatness of thy power shall thine enemies bow down unto thee. For all the world shall worship thee, sing of thee, and praise thy name. O come hither, and behold the works of God. How wonderful he is in his doing toward the children of men. He turned the sea into dry land, so that they went through the water on foot. There did we rejoice thereof. He ruleth with his power forever. His eyes behold the nations, and such as will not believe shall not be able to exalt themselves. O praise our God, ye peoples, and make the voice of his praise to be heard. Who holdeth our soul in life? and suffereth not our feet to slip. For thou, O God, hast proved us, thou also hast tried us, like as silver is tried. Thou broughtest us into the snare, and laidest trouble upon our loins. There suffered us men to ride over our heads. We went through fire and water, and thou broughtest us out into a wealthy place. I will go into thine house with burnt offerings, and will pay thee my vows, which I promised with my lips, and spake with my mouth when I was in trouble. I will offer up unto thee fat burnt sacrifices with the incense of rams. I will offer bullocks and goats. O come hither, and hearken, all ye that fear God, and I will tell you what he hath done for my soul. I called unto him with my mouth, and gave him praises with my tongue. If I incline unto wickedness with mine heart, the Lord will not hear me. But God hath heard me, and considered the voice of my prayer. Praised be God, who hath not cast out my prayer, nor turned his mercy from me. Psalm 66 is an account which parallels the events in Exodus chapters 14 and 15, the Old Testament record of the crossing of the Israelites through the Red Sea, and the joyful songs of Moses and Miriam. The actual crossing seems to be the subject of verse 5. He turned the sea into dry land so that they went through the water on foot. 
At the spiritual level, the historical exodus has its New Testament parallel in Christ's exodus from the grave in his resurrection. The psalmist expresses thanksgiving for God's works for his people. This appreciation is not confined to the Jewish people, but may be said by the faithful of all nations who understand that the merciful God hears the prayers of the faithful, a belief explicitly stated in verses 17 and 18. The first verse of Psalm 66 is very similar to the first verse of Psalm 100, which is the morning prayer canticle, Jubilati Deo. The first lesson for Fourth Sunday after Epiphany is Isaiah 61, which is summarized by the NKJV Study Bible as the good news of salvation, in which many words and phrases are the source of Christian doctrine and liturgy. The second lesson is Luke 4, verses 16 to 32, an account of the rejection of Jesus at Nazareth, which begins with Jesus reading in the temple, citing verses from Isaiah 61. Isaiah is the subject of Part 3, Chapter 1 in the AIC bookstore publication, The Writing Prophets of the Old Testament. The verses from Luke 4 are discussed in another AIC bookstore publication, The Gospel of Luke, annotated and illustrated Chapter 4, which includes a 19th century watercolor by French artist James Tissot on page 54. The Collect for Fourth Sunday After Epiphany is another composition by Archbishop Cranmer, which was derived from the Gregorian Sacramentary. The prayer repeats the theme of mankind's need to call upon the all-knowing God's mercy to save us from our own nature and from the many threats in the secular world. O God, who knowest us to be set in the midst of so many and great dangers, that by reason of the frailty of our nature we cannot always stand upright, Grant to us such strength and protection as may support us in all dangers and carry us through all temptations, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Until next time, may the Lord bless and keep you. May the Lord make his face to shine upon you and be merciful to you. May the Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. Amen. Glory be to God for all things. Amen. This program has been a presentation of the Anglican Internet Church. We invite you to visit our website and make use of its resources at www.anglicaninternetchurch.net.